Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cinema Soft Underbelly. I am your host, Eugene Weaver. And if you're listening, then you should know that this show is all about horror and science fiction and fantasy, those little gems in the rough that uh, I want to make sure that we all get to see or at least know about. And uh, today, I'm going to be talking about um, a TV show, actually. Uh, This one, um, I believe I've spoken about either on this show or Movie Freaks the other show that I co-host with Eric Marner, which can be found on iTunes. Um, So I want to talk about a binge watch session that I did this weekend. And usually if I fall in love with a show, and it's honestly, it's rare. I'm not a huge TV show guy, uh, but there are TV shows out there that if you can hook me, uh, I am totally in. And for as much as I like horror, um, for some reason, like The Walking Dead just never really, really did it for me. I like Walking Dead and all. It's fine. Um, But after the first two seasons or like season and a half, I just, eh, I'm good. I'm I'm good. Um, Same can apply for, uh, oh boy, almost any number of TV shows that maybe started out really good and then just... uh, fizzled for me. And it almost seems like it fizzles because, um, to me, money. Like, oh, you're now just completely in this for a cash grab. And that's it. And it feels like a cash grab. That is the best way to describe Lost. I think that that show turned into one gigantic cash grab. And I was just very let down uh, by that. Um, So this show while I say it, it obviously is a TV show, it uh, it doesn't follow. It, it's one, not one of those things to where it's the same characters over and over or anything like that. Uh, but it is a, I guess, each individual episode is its own entity. Although there is an overlapping theme to uh, to this show, and it was one that. I stumbled across on Netflix here maybe a year ago, and I'm like, oh, I'd never heard of that, and I'm like, oh, okay, it came out a couple years ago. Uh, I should have heard about this, but I'm like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot, and wow, I fell in love with it immediately from first episode on, and this is the British television show Black Mirror, and it's an anthology series that shows the darker side of, of technology and how we as humans are evolving and interacting with technology. So basically, take take Werner Herzog's um, docu- most recent documentary. Uh, oh boy, now that uh, escapes me. As far as uh, let me just, I am very curious what that. I want to get that title right, just so that I'm not just yapping here. That you okay? Um, lo and behold, uh, Reveries of the Connected World, which is about that. This basically is, uh, boy, it's almost like Twilight Zone, but even more, like, much more realistic. Like, almost every episode, to me, could happen. Like, 
I, and I'm especially I'm thinking back to episode uh, or season three that I just got done watching, and they all seem like you know as scary as some of these are. This feels like something that could take place. Uh, everyone is very downbeat. I guess another show that you could kind of compare this to would be uh, X Files. Kind of similar to X Files, especially the last episode of season three, very much reminded me of a very good episode of the X Files, which was uh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen every single X Files show or season, but was hit and miss. So anyway. Uh, let's talk about season three of Black Mirror. This movie is, um, this movie, it's, it's, it's Monday, folks. Uh, this, actually, there is a movie on here, I will say that. Um, this season is, to me, probably the best of the three seasons thus far. And it's, what's odd is that the first two seasons each had three episodes each. So season one and season two each had three episodes. And then uh, there's this anomaly, uh, White Christmas episode. And that was like almost like its own thing. And it was like a feature-length movie. Uh, fantastic, by the way. That was probably my favorite episode of Black Mirror until this season. Um, but so that one kind of is in there somewhere. Um, I'm not quite sure where. It, I guess it's season like just this offshoot. So now we have season three. Um, I know that Netflix had bought, bought this series and we're going to continue it. And uh, I guess maybe Americanize it a little bit, which they did somewhat, not totally. Um, There are a few of the, the episodes that are uh, very much British in feel and tone. Um, But, Honestly, it is not something that I noticed or really bothered me at all because this season, one, this season has uh, six different episodes and not all of them, but um, at least half of them are probably better than uh, almost anything seen in the first two seasons. Now, this is going to be a very subjective uh, television show, and so you might just absolutely adore the first two episodes of season two. And these are like, eh, none of these quite hit that high. But uh, to me, watching these, and I binged this, uh, this, uh, this show this whole weekend because they were so good. Now, I kind of jumped around a little bit in how I watched them. And uh, some of the reviews that I've already been reading online were saying that the first three seemed to go together a little bit better um, as a chunk and then the last three kind of go together which I don't think so um there may be a rhyme or a reason as to why these uh, episodes are put are like episodes one two three four five six to me I jumped I jumped around and I was fine I started with nosedive which is the first uh, episode and from there I went to men against fire which is the second to last episode from there I uh, bounced back to the third episode, Shut Up and Dance, and then Playset, which is or Playtest, which is the second episode, then San Junipero, and then I finished it out with the last episode of the season, Hated in the Nation, which is a 90-minute feature-length running time movie. All of these, other than Shut Up and Dance, are about an hour long. And all of them 
for as much as I complain about Netflix and how, uh, not Netflix, but just recent horror, everything seems to have that squeaky clean HD sheen over top of it that just feels like, yeah, I'm watching a Netflix movie again. Oh, well, and that's why I am such a, an avid fan of these uh, boutique Blu-ray labels that continually are releasing cool stuff on Blu-ray that I've either, either never heard of or watched on VHS years ago and it never got a proper DVD release, or if it was, it was a, a shoddy VHS to DVD transfer, something like that. So I tend to gravitate more towards that than the the newer Netflix stuff. Having said that, if you listen to uh, our Movie Freaks podcast, that's what the roulette is for over there is to sift through all of the garbage. And there's a lot out there just to try to find those gems. And there are gems. I will say this, that there, uh, there are some really uh, quality horror movies popping up and science fiction over there on, on Netflix. Well, I'm happy to report that uh, Black Mirror is not just that, but some of the best television that I have ever seen, ever seen. Um, people are exploding about the new Walking Dead season, whatever, and I'm like, what? Okay, I'm sure it's it's crazy, whatever, and the big reveal of who killed who and whatever, but I'm like, do you know that Black Mirror is on right now, a new season, and it is, it is like every bit as good as Stranger Things, but then way more so. And if you don't believe me, just watch Shut Up and Dance, the third episode, and the crowning achievement. Uh, well, to me, it's it's probably the best episode of the uh, entire show ever. Um, okay, I'm jumping ahead of myself uh, as usual. Let's start with Nosedive, and I'm just going to real quick briefly give synopsises. I'm not going to spoil these shows because, like Twilight Zone, there usually is a cool zinger in the end. So I'm definitely not going to do that. So Fear not, you can keep listening to the show, and I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, but a brief synopsis of each um, of each episode. So Nosedive starts things off, directed by Joe Wright. And uh, if you you should know who Joe Wright is, he directed uh, Hannah, Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, uh, Anna, uh, Anna Karenian, ah, whatever, I, I'm, stuff I've never watched. Um, uh, I did watch Hannah, that was really good. So this stars Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Alice Eve and James Norton, and it sets things off so good for this season. It's uh, it's about judging people on social media, literally judging people, and that is how your existence is in this very near future, is you have your phone, and every interaction that you have with any human being, um, either in person or Online, you rate one to five. Higher you rate, the more points the person gets and the more social status this person has. And then there's the haves and the have nots. And those that don't, you know, if you're not this number, then you can't get this and this and this perk in this life. And so on and so forth. And if you if you do things that you shouldn't or whatever, then you get docked and so on and so forth. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is really trying to be... Um, up on the social status and so she goes about doing things that just being fake the, the show revolves around being fake and how it just doesn't work that's all I'm going to say about the, the plot synopsis this one here I loved the show uh, I, I wasn't as happy with the outcome of this, of this particular episode having said that though I think that it does 
fit rather uh, rather well with what came before it. But I was hoping for something different. But I understand why they why they went that that route. Um, it just it didn't quite do it for me. That's a small, a very small negative. I think I gave this three and a half out of five, and this was certainly the least of the bunch. Uh, but still, like, I'm actually looking forward to watching it again, and I think that now that that's this is going to be a good one. That because I watched it, I watched this obviously now once. Uh, I might enjoy that particular episode a little bit better, knowing what comes. Some of the other ones won't be as good because they are so stunningly awesome that you'll never recapture that magic watching it a second time because you already know what's going to happen. Um, which is the next one, Playtest. Um, Playtest is directed by Dan Trachtenberg. I probably butchered that, but that's okay. Um, oh, you know what? Uh, this is the guy that directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, Okay, so this one here is about an American traveler, Wyatt Russell. Uh, he's short on cash, and he signs up to uh, test a revolutionary new gaming system, um, only to discover the thrills are a little too real. So um, this is such a great setup, and this is the, uh, this is the horror episode of this season. This is straight-up science fiction horror. Um, it reminds me a lot of Existence, and I, so I don't want to get too, again, I don't want to get too much into plot details, but it does remind me of Existence a bit. Um, I thought that the, uh, Cooper is the guy's name in the show, but I did think that Wyatt Russell was a bit over actor-ish in the, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm guessing that's just the way his character was written, but, um, I think that it would have worked better had he been a bit more of a sympathetic character instead of uh, kind of kind of an ass because that's kind of what by the end of the show I'm like oh, come on dude you're kind of obnoxious um, and maybe that's the way he was supposed to be but I think that if I would have been a bit more endearing to his character and what he's going through it would have helped uh, that's that's probably the only complaint I have with this because this is straight up scary stuff here um, with. And you, and this is one where you kind of see where it's going, but they still get you with with how it all plays out. I'm like, oh, nice. That's and I, there's a couple. Actually, there's one movie that I would like to also compare this to, um, but I simply can't because I'm afraid it's going to be spoilery. Um, so, Existence is the closest thing that I, I suppose I can kind of compare it to. But there's another one that I'd like to say, but I'll just let you watch it and uh, come up with your own observations on what you think it is. But uh, again, it's really good. It's a hair better than Nosedive. Just a hair. Um, still not the best. By, it, to me, it was not the best. Um, the best is the next episode, Shut Up and Dance. And uh, this was directed by James Watkins. And he did Eden Lake, which I did not much like uh, Eden Lake. I thought that that had a way too downbeat of an ending, which is kind of funny because, uh, because of this particular episode. He also directed Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe, which I thought was a fantastic uh, revival of Hammer Studios. So this one here is about a 19-year-old kid named Kenny, played by Alex Lothar, and he uh, basically gets sucked into this online trap where he is basically forced to, um, to team up with um, this, uh, this guy, and they're supposed to do these 
they're, they're on this little mission for uh, for a text. That, that these texts that keep coming in do this, do this, do this. If they don't, uh, they they've done some things that might be a bit, um, shall we say, uh, compromising to their integrity with society, and so they are being forced to do these things. Um, and I again, I can't say a whole lot more about the plot because it might ruin it. And this one here, going in as blind as you can, is the best way to do it. This one here, Alex uh, Lothar, the the main star of this one, and uh, Jerome Flynn, he plays Hector on this, and he actually is uh, uh, he is on Game of Thrones. He's Bronn uh, in Game of Thrones. Um, especially uh, Alex Lothar, is fantastic. Uh, this is how, this is the right way to act on a show like this. Uh, character is totally believable. I totally felt for this kid most of the way through. Um, everything that happens to the kid, I'm like, you know, I would probably do the same thing in this guy's situation. It, it the And then the wrap-up and how, like, the last five minutes are just... Yes, it's it, everything about this works perfect. This is five easy five stars. There's not one single thing that I would change about this. The pacing is perfect. Like literally, it's perfect. Um, one more minute longer, it didn't need anything else. It was it worked so fantastic. This is to me the gem of uh, this show. As far as the subject matter goes, the the more dark uh, vision of the future. Because then I'm gonna get into the next episode, which is. Um, another five star. This gets five stars. Flawless television, but in a different way than Shut Up and Dance. And that is San Junipero. Um, this one here, from what I was reading online, is a bit divided because it doesn't quite fit with the rest of the series. And um, those, uh, I, I'm not sure if you could call them gripes, but no, I, I understand that. That makes sense uh, because. Uh, it doesn't really fit with the rest other than how technology rules our lives. But this is actually a bit more of a hopeful, upbeat. I don't even, I don't even want to say fantasy because all of this stuff, I'm like, man, this all of this feels like it could happen. So this one here is directed by Owen Harris. And um, Owen Harris also directed the 2015 Kill Your Friends and uh, Game Changers and Holy Flying Circus. Um, uh, he actually also did uh, the uh, Black Mirror episode, Be Right Back. So this is about two tourists. They arrive in an unfamiliar town, and Mackenzie Davis and... Uh, oh, I'm going to... I hate when I have to pronounce names that I'm not going to say them right, and it's going to make me look stupid. Doug, Guju, or Juju, I don't know. Whatever. Look it up. Look it up on IMDb and try to pronounce it yourself. It's her name's Kelly on the episode and Yorkie. Kelly and Yorkie. They um, they meet in the '80s and through a series of weird circumstances in the '80s and this '80s dance club, they form a relationship. And um, oh boy, again, I got to be so careful because the last 15 minutes are just brilliant of this show. But this basically shows that um, love can uh, can how what's the word I'm, I'm without spoiling too much. Um, love exists past a particular time 
in the universe. That sounds so weird and possibly pretentious, but just watch this show. By the end of it, I was fighting back tears. It was so good. It was so good. And and you know what? I I do st- I, now that I'm thinking about it again, it does still fit in with uh with Black Mirror um, because it's so tech heavy. Uh, uh, but it's just I like that it especially from the last couple episodes where it's just so oppressive. This one here is not that. And it's more of a bittersweet type thing, but it's so good. Um, the acting is great. And here's how you know how Netflix is. Netflix is doing okay. The amount of, of 80s nostalgia stuff that is in this particular episode, the songs... The stuff that is seen on screen, the video games that people are playing, the movie posters, whatever, the rights to, to, to play that stuff had to have been really high. Watch the episode and you'll know what I mean because it's basically a who's who of the 80s pop culture with music and even you know, Max Headroom makes an appearance. It's great. Fantastic. Check it out. Um, bring, your, bring your hanky because it's, it's, it gets weepy um, but in a good way. Last but not least, men... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. I am running out of time already. Men Against Fire is the next one. Uh, this one here is uh, directed by Jacob Verbrugget. Uh, yeah. Uh, this guy that did several uh, TV series. Uh, let's get on with the episode because I'm running out of time. Uh, in the future, a uh, soldier named Stripe and Raymond uh, must protect frightened villagers from an infestation of vicious feral mutants. Technology, technologically, they have the edge, um, but what's really going on? Um, who are these invaders, and what do they want with us as humans? And how are we as a species coping with said aliens? There you go. From what I've been hearing, I have not watched the movie, but it is a lot like uh, a recent movie called, I think it's The Fifth Wave. I have not seen it, and it didn't get good reviews. I had no interest. This this one, though, was great. I loved this. Uh, again, we're back to heavy, depressing, awesome science fiction. It was great. Um, this one here, the man, this one seemed to have a big budget. They all have seemed to have a big budget. But this one here, there's gunfire. And, you know, a lot of it honestly reminded me a little bit of Starship Troopers with just the way the soldiers looked and how they were just blindly following orders. And basically technology had... Here's, here's technology, and you just, you just obey obey government. You just obey the military and do what you're told, and all will be well. And the ending is great. Uh, I loved how this thing ended. And it, uh, Michael Kelly is in this, and Michael Kelly was one of the best parts of the Dawn of the Dead remake from 2004, I believe. Um, he was the the guy in the, in the mall that, I forget what his name is, but... He's really good in in the uh, in this episode, and I always like to see him in stuff. So another great episode. I think this would probably be a four star. And last but not least is Hated in the Nation. In the near future, London police detective Karen Park, played by Kelly McDonald, who was in uh, Train Spotting, and her tech savvy sidekick Blue, played by Faye. Uh, Marseille investigate a string of mysterious deaths with a sinister link to social media. Directed by James Howes. I'm guessing you're all laughing at me. Uh, he directed some Penny Dreadful episodes. 
And uh, this one here is, yeah, five out of five. Flawless. It is, um, it's amazing how something like this, it just pops up on Netflix. This should have got a theatrical release. It's that good. Uh, the way that there's layers upon layers of plot slowly being revealed through the whole thing, it was just brilliant, brilliant. And just when you think you know where this is going, it takes another turn and then another and then, um, and then for me at least, I'm like, ah, don't wrap up quite like that. Come on, please. And then they do a little something extra. I'm like, ah, all right, nice, well played. And then credits roll. And then I was sad that the show, that the season was done and I burned through it in like two and a half days. Uh, but Another one that I can't say a whole lot of, although really pay attention in the beginning because it really sets things up as far as uh, what's to come in the, the rest of the uh, episode. But technology plays a huge, huge part in this, especially uh, Twitter kind of, I guess, that the whole social media thing. Not so much Facebook, but more of a Twitter type social media uh, where things can just – bullying can go get out of hand. Um and possibly kill you. You'll see. Just watch this episode. Uh, watch them all, every single one of them. Uh, I am glad that, just re revisiting them right now, just talking about them, I'm glad that Nosedive was the first one I got that one taken care of because um, of all of these, that's the most depressing one of the bunch, I think. Um, and then the rest are a lot more, I don't want to say fun, but cool. Um, nosedive was just pretty depressing, <laughs> but, it, but it was still good. They're all so good. Um, as a whole, uh, I would give this episode, uh, the, this season of, uh, of, uh, Black Mirror episodes, probably a 4.5 out of five. Uh, the ones that are five stars are flawless, flawless, and they elevate the other ones that are not quite as good. So, Watch them all. Watch every single episode of every season of this show because there is something great in there for um, for all of you science fiction horror fans, in my opinion. Um, this is the best season so far to me, and I am so excited that, uh, from what I hear, they're going to keep making this this uh, this series, which is great. Uh, best thing going right now on uh, television, or at least, in my opinion, on Netflix, whatever. So... Um, I hope I wasn't too spoilery with these. I, I really try not to be because that's half the fun is, is, is finding out what's, what's going to happen next. So, um, hopefully I didn't ruin it for you. Um, I'm off to Disney world here soon. So, uh, you won't hear from me for a couple weeks, but I shall return. And when I do, Halloween will be over and hopefully I'll have gotten some cool horror movies watched in the meantime. Um, I've got some uh, some Blu-rays on my stack to watch that I hopefully can get to, including some Vestron video titles recently released on Blu-ray, uh, like Waxwork 1 and 2. Can't wait to revisit those. Um, and a host of other crazy, crazy things. Stay tuned for that. Also check out uh, Movie Freaks, where we uh, drink heartily and laugh and joke about movies, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And our friends over at Cinema Sidekicks talking about all things for the most part, new releases, but they like to hit on some of those old classics from the 40s and 50s that I generally don't watch, but I am always down for giving a chance to. Uh, we're all over the internet on uh, iTunes and Facebook, and we Twitter sometimes here and there, and uh, all that good stuff. So just 
do a search. We're there. Um, you can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions or any whatever. Hey, watch this movie, Eugene, because it's really cool, and I'd love you to hear you talk about it. Um, or avoid this one because it is garbage. Uh, I always like to find different movies, new movies, cool movies, crappy movies. I watch it all. That's it for my show. Thanks so much for listening, and make sure that you tune in to Netflix and watch Black Mirror. It is fantastic. Have a great day. Bye-bye.